On this episode, I interview Adam Gilad, and he is a king among men. He helps them live bold lives. Clarity does not come naturally for him because he's a creative. He thinks that morning rituals really help him there. Fear can power him, but he uses habits to trigger him. Checklists for him are what help to provide him with follow through. Listen on for his story. All right, so today on the Entire Life Summit, I have my good friend, Adam Gillad, who I've gotten to know over the course of the last few years. And Adam, why don't you tell us where you come from, where you are? I wish I came from outer space like you. I love your background. I feel like you're in the set of Star Trek. These are real, these are actually real books. I mean, there should be a Zoom background so people can feel like they have books. so, so who am I? Where am I from? What have I done? Holy moly. Okay. Well, currently, I've been a uh, dating and relationship and men's coach for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And we've started a men's movement called the Bold Life Brotherhood, which we can talk about in terms of how do you make sure people are actually ratcheting their life up steadily mm-hmm. and, and accountability. I also have a lot of programs for men, for women to inspire love. I always say you don't find love. I think everyone does it wrong. I think you don't find love like coins under your couch cushion. You actually inspire it in the other person by living an inspired life yourself. And big surprise here, gaining skills, like gaining actual relationship skills for deep listening, validation, mutual validation, conflict resolution. There are skills and people don't get them. They go into relationship and just hope for the best. If people did business like that, they'd end up being having businesses like Donald Trump and going... (laughs) I'm going bankrupt every three years. Um, so uh, how did I get here? Strange long trip. Uh, I started on Wall Street, got into the music industry, managed business managed the fourth biggest band in the world at age 26, was way in over my head. Who was, was that? In excess, if you remember them. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll tell you a funny story. I ended up passing out <laughs> at an NXS concert in New Zealand oh, wow. in the early <laughs> 90s. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I got pushed too far up into like the mosh pit. Right, right, right. And, and I got overwhelmed. <laughs> so well, I had a little different. I got to stand on stage between the giant speakers and look out at 50,000 cheering people going, why didn't I become a rock star? Should have become a rock star. Didn't think of it, right? So that was exciting, obviously. But I was writing then, and uh, I, was, I was kind of negotiating film deals, knowing nothing about film deals. <laughs> but I had a suit. So, yeah, so, but my real passion was writing, and I wrote a couple of movies while I was doing that. With the uh, support of some producers, I quit. And went off to grad school to really become the writer I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did my PhD work at Stanford, and, and I was really focusing on writing, but also how people communicate. I was very fascinated by how we create meaning out of the world. And that really came from, I lived for two years in Israel in my 20s as well, mm-hmm. right in Jerusalem, and trying to figure out life as a young man. And just like looking how, how you know, Muslims, Christians, Jews, others, right? Miscellaneous, as they say on The Simpsons, which is one of the best lines ever. And often says, <laughs> There are 800 million of us, you know. Uh, so, but how people could look at the same text and have totally different interpretations. 
So I was really interested in how the human mind works, like how do we communicate? So I did a lot of graduate work around communication and how we create meaning. Then came to Hollywood and had a nice career in Hollywood, about 12 years, did multiple movies, Emmy nomination, loved animation. And then just Hollywood broke my heart too many times. And does that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could tell you stories. But, you know, it got movies made and it was great. But my kids were young and I needed a steady income. And, and I, by mistake, wrote a book about how to communicate with online dating. Because by mistake, I also got single for the first time uh, in my life at 39. And I didn't know how to date at all because I'd been married since college. But I can write. And so I saw that people don't know how to communicate on a deep level. So back in the day, I just wrote these eBooks on for men and for women on how to speak a language that the other gender can actually hear and that mm-hmm. touches, you know, depth. Right. It goes beneath the surface. And they just took off. And suddenly I had this career as a dating guru, which was nuts because I never planned on that. And that grew into men's work and women's work and deep communication and personal development stuff. So for the last couple of years, really focused on the Bold Life Brotherhood, which is the men's movement. We have men's circles online every week and something called Six Figure Dating Coach or the Institute, International Dating and Relating Institute, where we train very high level dating coaches mm-hmm. um, so that they can build a business and actually really help people. And that's what I've mostly been up to, raising kids, traveling the world and building businesses, worrying about COVID and writing. I'm back to writing a lot. So that's really fun. Aren't we all worried about COVID? Yeah, I just went through that whole fiasco. Yes, you did. And you and I, if you remember, you and I spent, this is going to sound weird, we spent a weekend together. We were, at a weekend. we were at a conference the week before I got sick. And I remember you being terrified. You were like, oh, you're did you have it then? We went to this marketing conference and you were the most interesting, best person there. And we hadn't seen each other. We just hung out the whole weekend. And the next weekend you were like, you know, plague typhoid Mary. That's, no. that's when I caught it at, that, it at the conference the following week. And it was the following week, Friday the 13th, <laughs> I went in yeah. to the, my doctors and, and I'm like... Crazy, crazy. I'm so sorry you went through that. I'm glad you're well. It turned your hair pink. I don't know if you've noticed, but your hair turned Oh, yeah, I know. My boyfriend keeps joking at me, and he's like, yeah, COVID turned her, her hair pink. But actually, you know, with all of these Zoom things, right? Like some people are singing on Zoom. Well, a, fr- a group of friend of mine, you know, we haven't seen each other in like 15 years. And we all decided to get together and have an 80s Zoom neon party. Wow. And so we did. And I went full in. I had like a neon pink top. And I tied with three other people for first place for best drops. <laughs> Crazy days. What can I tell you? Crazy days. So awesome. Well, tell us, because I know that you've got a lot to share with us through your, your studies and everything. Tell us how you get clarity and how you help your coaches get clarity. Wow. Clarity. It's a great, it's a great term because I'm what my, what my wife calls a duck or ducks. Ducks can uh, dive, but not as deep as, say, dolphins. They mm-hmm. can they can fly, but not as high as eagles. <laughs> and they can mm-hmm. run, but not as fast as horses. So we do a lot of things. So they used to call them renaissance people. Now we're called ducks. So, <laughs> or, <laughs> or hyper potentiates. I just found a TED Talk. Someone came up with a fancy name. So oh clarity doesn't come naturally to me. I'm a high creative, right? I'm always creating ideas, popping, popping, popcorn brain. 
And that's good. That's my being, right? So this is, this is good because then you can share that with people who are like that. Yes. And my boyfriend's the same way. Yeah. Like everything everywhere. I can actually show you. It's interesting. Every night before I go to sleep, yeah. I do this in a big marker. Everything I have to do the following day, right? My main, yeah. this is, that's just the main things. <laughs> Those are the main items for the following morning. So this is a very, if you know anything about, you know, getting stuff done and books like that, it's really good to download your brain the night before Absolutely. you go to sleep and yeah. always prioritize what are your top three things to get done the next day. So if you prioritize my next, the most important things that are going to actually move the needle of my life, mm -hmm. then no matter what else goes wrong that day, I feel like, okay, I've moved the needle. So the key thing for clarity for me mm -hmm. is to make sure my mornings are sacrosanct. Yeah. Um, I don't take calls in the morning. I don't talk to anybody in the morning. I even built a, a, an office out, out in my yard there here in Spain. Yeah. And I go out there at like 7.30 and I don't come out till 12. And I get my big stuff done. So in a sense, my day is done. Now there's still a lot. So it's like your deep work, right? My deep work. I have three, I have a call with you. I have another hour call and another hour call after this. So I, I keep working when I have to, and I do. <laughs> but, uh, but the big items that move my needle forward are those, that that's the morning. That's, that's my clarity. You know, that's the most important thing. What I don't organize well for yet is the creative fun time because that keeps getting pushed to the end of the day. Ooh. And then we either want to go for a walk or we write or, but my, to move the needle, that comes, I'm clear that given the situation of the world and my businesses and the responsibility I have to my leaders, you know, that I have to get those things done in the morning. That's beautiful. Yeah. So what I heard was, in our terms, what we call that is a bookend. A bookend at the end of the day, writing out your things that you need to do, and then your deep work in the morning. And I do something similar in the morning. I, I, I try not to. There are days when I do it, because we all break our own rules. But I try to go, and I, I do my work that deep work early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I go to my, my tread desk. No, oh, good I, for you. I'm trying to do 10,000 steps a day, get on my tread desk. Then I come over here to my studio desk and here I am. Nice. That's, <laughs> that's, that's important too. And I'll say something, you know, vulnerable about, because we're talking during the time of COVID. Absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of times I wake up in the morning and it's like, oh, what's going on today? right? Or uh, like there's a heaviness and an anxiety. And I found that what I do the night before is I put my running shoes outside the front door, got my running clothes, and I will get up. And if I go running, right, I feel so much better. Yeah. Uh, all the anxiety goes but away. Energy, energy, hormones, yeah. all that good stuff. It immediately puts you in a good mood. Another trick, which people can use for more instant good news, by the way, I do this in some of my workshops, is if you jump up and down 10 times yelling the yeah. word bouncy, 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 <laughs> to be in a good mood. I'm, I promise you, you can't come out of that. You really do it. Bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. You, you cannot come out of that in a bad mood. You know, so if you notice me jumping up and down here, I got I'm sitting on. on one of those yoga balls. <laughs> We're both sitting on yoga balls. Bouncy, exactly. Bouncy, <laughs> That's good. No, it's really good. That's good for so many things besides. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for, it's great for your thighs if you move and it's just... Your core you and... Make, you're having sex if you want. You know, <laughs> <laughs> do your <laughs> tangles. <laughs> yeah, you, you can do... 
kegels. <laughs> yeah, so same. Those, but <laughs> this is the thing. So many people forget they're actually living in bodies, and you've got yeah. to, the body rules. So you've got the to, physiology. The yeah. physiology really a lot of times affects our mind. Yeah. Right? Oh, of course, always does. It always does. Running releases your happy hormones. Humans were not built to sit behind desks. Humans were built to run really long distances after deer, you know, or whatever they could catch. So that's what we're built for. So when we do that, we're actually happy. That is great. That's great. And now I know I'm going to ask you about power now. And I know that you have a really unique view on willpower. Tell me about that. Well, I don't know if it's unique. It's, I, I didn't make it up. I have a very strong will, mm -hmm. right? I always have. And I've been able to press through all kinds of strange obstacles, <laughs> difficulties, and create kind of the life I always wanted to create since I was a little kid. You know, travel the world, be independent, never have to work in an office, explore my passions. That's all I ever wanted as a kid. It so sounds just, like you've got an intrinsic Yes, that's drive. intrinsic. Now, there are a lot of temptations out there in the world, right? Oh, and yeah. I find as I get into my, as you can see, now that I'm in my 30s, as I, <laughs> you know, I find in recent years, you know, that drive is definitely diminished, you know? That there's a lot of other things I want to do, like sip Cabernet and walk on the beach, <laughs> do all the things they do in dating commercials. Um, and so for power, for finding my inner power, mm -hmm. I find that fear is a wonderful driver. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, got to keep things going. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a, there's a fantastic book called Willpower Doesn't Work. I believe uh -huh. it's Ben Perry. I just, I just ran into him at actually Sean Stevenson's memorial. Willpower doesn't work. There's a whole slew of books. The Habit, what's it called? Charles Duhigg's book on, have the book, book of Habit, what's it called? The Power of Habit mm -hmm. by Charles mm -hmm. Duhigg. And then uh, Micro Habits, book just came out last year. All really good. And they kind of all say the same thing. Mm -hmm. Willpower don't work. You need triggers you need mm -hmm. rewards humans i you know in the dating world i always tell women that men are actually very simple i say that we are pavlov's gender right we are so easily if you just reward us we'll do what you want i promise like, don't yell don't yell make us feel good physically and 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 reward us and we'll be your you know your, depending on how you look at it your white knight or your slave either way we're there for you and and so men is particularly around women uh, really are very conditionable. It, mm -hmm. They respond to praise. They don't really respond very well to challenge from women. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. We talk about all this. So no, serious. no, not at all. I noticed that for right. sure. Yeah, sure. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying generally this is what's going on. And uh, there's a great comedian, Owen Benjamin, who talks about, you know, his wife figured it out. And she'll say, who's really good at taking out the garbage? Who's good at taking out the garbage? <laughs> what, who's good at taking out the garbage? He goes, me? I am? Really? Oh, I'll take out the garbage. <laughs> that of, hey, how come you haven't taken out the garbage, right? So. Totally. Reward works and yeah. triggers work. And so Charles Duhigg in his book, The Power of Habit, talks okay. about three steps to make sure you can inculcate new habits. And the first step is make sure you have triggers. So my trigger, this is a trigger, yep. right? That's a trigger. Second trigger, have my running shoes out. So it's there. I see it. The one he, example he gives, everybody wants to floss their teeth. Few people do. Because mm -hmm. in the way, so you take out that bowl of flossers and you put it in the right middle there. of the seat, right at night before you go to sleep, right I in. I know it's right there. Right there, and then you do it. 
So that's how, you know, monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> so we're very Pavlovian. We really do respond. We're conditioned response. And so you better work with what we actually are rather than what we think we are, which is like, you know, brilliant souls and creators. Yeah, we have that too. But we respond to triggers. And then on the other side, you've got to have rewards. So little rewards really help. Big rewards, even better. Yeah. And Perry's book on uh, Willpower Doesn't Work talks about creating the environment, like your whole environment needs to support your goals. Yeah. So that's getting rid of distractions, right? Especially, mm-hmm. you know, clean workspace, getting rid of all those, you know, we don't, I would never have a television in the bedroom, right? No. Although now, of course, sometimes we'll watch, you know, on the computer. But we, you know, I really try to, we try to keep that out. We all break our own rules, right? <laughs> no TV. No TV. So, but it's important, you know, it's, it's if you don't put, put sweets in your house, then you won't eat them. Right? Yeah. If, if we buy three packs of, what are those really good cookies? Oh, my God. Not that I would buy three packs of cookies, but I did. <laughs> I eat them, right? So, so he's, he talks about how to create an environment to support what you want to accomplish. Absolutely. Especially if you're creative, like for me, I have to live near the ocean and I have to see the ocean. If I don't see the ocean, it's like something is broken inside of me. Wow. Bizarre. We're going today at five. I said, today we have to go to the ocean. We'll walk on PCH if we have to. Let's find a road. Yeah. We've got to to see. It's so funny. My kids who grew up here near the beach in, in Topanga, they met someone we went, where did we go? Uh, maybe on a ski trip. And the, the person, they'd never seen the ocean. You've never seen it. Like they couldn't believe someone would have never seen the ocean. Like it just yeah. reminded me of that because it is so refreshing and, and inspiring. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's just part of who I am. I, I don't like to go in it so much because I'm a snow girl. Yeah. And, and the ocean terrifies me. Right. But I love to look at it. There aren't a lot of sharks <laughs> at Deer Valley. What's that? There aren't a lot of sharks at Deer Valley. <laughs> I get it. No, they're not. Yeah. So yeah, so I wish I could say like I'm a master of power and a master of, of, of willpower, but I'm not. And in fact, the businesses we created really build on this. So for example, I mentioned we have this company called the Bold Life Brotherhood. And the idea is it's a men's organization. We, they meet weekly online now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a curriculum to like ratchet up your life around your relationships, your 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 sense of inner power, your rigor, your passion, your joy, your connectivity to other people, your intimacy, your sovereignty, your generosity. And there's every week is designed to lead to one bold decision you can make this week, leaning into your fear, leaning into an obstacle, right? And the idea is that every week, ratchet, 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 you get to the life you want. Now, if, if you didn't have that, if you didn't meet with the same guys and have an accountability partner, right? We call it a quest partner because it's more fun. Um, yeah. But like a quest partner, hey, this is what I'm going to do this week. And you do it. But you need that circle of men. In this case, we're talking about men. We're going to be launching a woman's version of this later this year. But every week, say, this is actually what I want in my life. And okay, take a concrete smart step, right? You know what smart steps are. I imagine most people do. Smart goals, yep. Smart goals. So it's, you know, something that's specific, measurable. A is attainable. R is Re- reasonable, I think. Art switches and around. Timeline. And T is time bound. So I'm going, so you can't say, okay, I'm going to be nice to my girlfriend this week. You have to say, I am going to bring her action. two gifts. I'm going to sit with her over dinner without my phone. I'm going to do these things that she asked me. To, you know, like, they have to be specific. So unless you have that specificity and the accountability, 
you're not going to do it, right? Yeah. So we. It's we, too. It's too nebulous and airy fairy. And right. and I mean that that is is I'm so glad that you presence that because that is is the key and even why I'm doing this summit is because in my years I've been been, been in business for 18 years now. What I've noticed is that the most successful people attach their long-term goals to their daily activities. Mm. Yeah. And the people who fail don't make that connection. That's very interesting. That's I've the been, issue. I've been both of those guys, right? Yeah. There was my post, we all? Yeah, there was my <laughs> first single years where I just was having a great time and loving life for the first time. Yep. And then, you know, Evan Pagan, his uh, CFO is uh, also kind of a shadow CFO of my company and uh, a good friend. Yeah. And he sat me down a few years ago and he goes, Adam, you're not 40 anymore. He goes, all your effort, anything you do must be toward building a scalable business. If you find that you're working on something that's not scalable, stop. You don't realize it yet, but you don't have endless time. And that was like, that was one of the most powerful. Isn't that like a just... Boom. <laughs> yes. yes. And it was really good we had that discussion because everything I do now is geared toward building these scalable companies. You know, we're really building out whole movements, really, with the dating coach company and with the men's, men's uh, circle company and then the women's circle company. Absolutely. And you're not, you're not the first of our speakers to talk about accountability partners. Yeah, because guess what? Nobody wants, to, nobody wants it, but you've got to do it. You know, we're all, we're all slippery. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Some people are naturally super responsible. First child, grew up Lutheran, are terrified that God will kill them if they don't keep their, you grew up Lutheran? Well, God no, will kill them. No, I'm, I'm an only yeah. child, but yeah. I'm like, I'm like hyper, I'm, I, I love the little ticks, and that's probably why I'm creating entire task. Yes. I love the little tick, the tick that uh, I did it, and I love that. And I know that it's connected to my long-term goals. And I'm like, tick, 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 tick. That's great. No, that's great. I, I don't think I, I can do go forward yes. to do something. I'm going to do it all day long. That's great. No, it's, it's the only way to go. Yeah. Especially when you realize your mortality. <laughs> oh, oh, and that's the thing, you know? Okay. You, you know the beautiful thing about this pink hair? What? It, it hides my gray. <laughs> Maybe I should have a pink beard. No, definitely <laughs> there my, you go. Okay. No, definitely, definitely change my professional image. I'll tell you that, especially in the men's movement. Mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So tell us about follow through. How do you structure it so that you make sure you've got the clarity, you've got the power now, and, and what structures do you put in place to make sure that you follow through with your commitments? Yeah, it's just checklists. I mean, it's really simple. It's the, what I showed you. I usually have little boxes next to each and I check them, like literally check them. Um, that's them. it. That's it. Just every day I rank with the most important, you know, almost like Stephen mm -hmm. Covey, you yep. know, urgent and necessary. And, and I just rank the most important things. And I, and I often don't get the things on the bottom. Yep. Call, mom, call mom gets put off a little more than I'd like, but she gets called. But that's really it. That is how I do my follow through. That's great. And you know, that's, again, one of the reasons I'm making entire task, because one thing that really bothers me about the, the software out there is that 
it doesn't realize that as business owners, we put things off on purpose because they're not important. Or they hurt. Or they hurt. But <laughs> yeah, like, oh, somebody wants that big that refund. We do it. Yes. And so we need to have an ability to be able to put those things off, but still have them somewhere, but not shoved up our nose to make us feel bad and overwhelmed so that we don't ever do it. Yes. You know? Also, yeah. I also find having business partners, you know, working with people helps too, because yeah. then I feel responsible to them. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. That helps. that helps. So tell us what your uh, free gift is. Ah. Okay, uh, party at my house. Tequila. <laughs> I just I just posted this morning that from what's it called, Little Mermaid. I want to go where the people are. <laughs> it's like, oh, I want to go where are the people? So what I have is this. So as I mentioned, you know, we're doing this kind of very deep men's work, and it's also fun. So as an introduction to to what we're doing, we have. Uh, three videos. And by the way, if women are listening to this, if you want to get your guy or guys in your life like to really step up their game in life around everything, their warrior, their lover, their king, right? Their creator, like really literally ratcheting up. I keep using that language. Like ratchet up each week. Here's my 18 year old son. It'd be great. Absolutely. It would change his life. It would absolutely change his life to be with a group of guys because there's no, there's, we don't, we don't tell people how to be a man, you know? No, we we don't. don't. We don't do that kind of thing about real man. This is a real none of well, that. Well, we used to. Well, I don't. <laughs> well, in Canada, in Canada, we had that more. Yeah, but well, I don't people still that. do it. People still do it, but they they do it based on their own microculture. You yeah. know, what, what someone in Texas thinks is a real man is not what someone on the Upper West Side thinks is a real man. True. You know, the guy who's a therapist on the Upper West Side is a real man in that he can have presence and depth and sit with someone's pain and express his vulnerability. The guy in Texas, you know, kicks cows and, you know, gets shit done and carry stuff and, you know, is the provider. And that's great. You know, there are aspects of being a man. So we don't tell men how to be a man. We just say, here's a platform and exercises to help you become the man you want to be. So they always choose their own. The best man. They, that they want to be, right? It's just exactly. you take a bold step toward what you want to be this week based on what we're talking about. So we have three videos that give some exercises that we do. One around cultivating the inner warrior who, who, who fights for good, right? One for cultivating the inner lover who can connect deeply with mm-hmm. someone else and really be of service heart-wise. Mm-hmm. And then one video about the inner king, developing that. And a lot of people don't really understand what the king represents. They think it's he who takes power, but it's actually he who generates power, right? Because when the king is healthy, the kingdom is healthy. And the king is a, a fountain, really, of value and gives value. So we have exercise helping men cultivate generosity of spirit, generosity of advice, generosity of connecting people, and, and being that encourager to help people bring out their best. So we have three short videos that have... Uh, exercise to help men develop those qualities. Well, you know, I, I when you just said that, I'm like, you are definitely a king because, I, I mean, just in our conversations together, I you you said, oh, you got to talk to this person, you got to talk to that person. Yeah. Very generous, and yeah. so y- you figured it out, and you're sharing it. I love that. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. It's a good, good reflection. I, it's my pleasure. 
to help people who deserve help and you clearly deserve help. And if I have resources, I want to hook you up with them. And you know, the, it's, it's about, it's called generativity, you know, the yeah. same, the same quality that creates babies, yeah. you know, generativity is the same that creates value in the world. Creation. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's when men hold back and are parsimonious and jealous and all those I'm, I'm coaching. I don't do a lot of individual coaching, but for certain people I do. And I have a very high level guy in Europe and this guy owns a company, you know, with mm -hmm. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of employees. And I'm just introducing him to this notion of kingship, which is like, really, how did how it never collapse into pettiness, jealousy, anger, pissiness? There's no point because when you're the source of value, right. you're always the source of value. And if something happens, you just adjust to it. But there's no sense of lack. And that's a mindset, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what we teach. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for coming with us today, Adam. I really appreciate well, it. Just seeing your pink hair was worth coming just for that. And your <laughs> crazy Star Trek background. <laughs> I know, I know. It had to be futuristic, right? Absolutely. It's a new tool. It had Absolutely. to be. <laughs> By the way, if anyone wants to reach you, okay, you can reach me. You'll send the information. And Absolutely, yep. Really a pleasure. And I can't wait to see the app. I want to get my fingers on it. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm behind schedule. I, I, I lost a month when I had coronavirus. Of course, of course. So I'm behind schedule, but I didn't want to hold off the summit itself. I really wanted this to go forward. So we're, we're, we're figuring stuff out in the, in the middle of it all. But, you know, that's, that's what you do, right, is, is you, you have something happen and, and then you just you have a response. Right. And, right. you know, you think about the response to what happened and hopefully you make the right <laughs> choices and so you move forward. <laughs> All there is every day. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. My absolute pleasure. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave us a review. It really helps others to decide if they're going to listen to you. This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow through. Entire Task can help you get clear with its vision board. It gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at entiretask.com.